Hello, this is Robert Fleming, partner in the Tucson, Arizona elder law firm of Fleming and Curdy PLC. We are, as I just said, in Tucson, Arizona, beautiful, sunny Southern Arizona. I'm sitting here with my partner, Elizabeth Noble Rawlings Freeman, and we're talking about, uh, particularly as we move into the real winter months, all the people who want to move to Arizona, who want to leave the snow and the cold uh, you know, I was I was actually born in Montana and raised in Utah, and I haven't had to shovel snow for 40 years, and I'm really I'm really pleased to be able to say that. We see a lot of people who move in from other states, often northern states, partly because there aren't a lot of states south of us, Elizabeth. When they get to Arizona from Montana or Utah or California or New Mexico or Illinois or Iowa. Do they need to redo their estate plan immediately? Well, Robert, I thought the first question for me was going to be, what should they do? And I was going to say, well, go to the car wash and make you make sure you get the salt off your tires. <laughs> um, but, but, and also, don't throw away your parka, because in a year, you'll think, it's really cold here whenever it gets down around 70. You know, Robert, when people have moved to, to Tucson, moved to Arizona, one of the things that I ask, them when they come in the, come into our offices how how long do you plan to stay because if somebody is going to be here three months out of the year or four months and maybe they continue to call idaho wyoming montana wherever they're permanent residents we need to talk to them a little bit about what it means to update their estate plan so that they can really go back and forth between those two states. So the first thing I ask is, are you sure that you're going to make Arizona your place where it's your permanent residence and spend at least six months or more here a year? The second thing I say to them about their existing estate plans is, let me see them. Let me let me look at all of them. Let me look at your powers of attorney and your will. If you have a trust, let me look at your trust. And most of the time, Robert, what I tell people is, we do need to update them because Arizona law is, is different than the law in any other state. While we may have adopted similar or the same uniform provisions here in Arizona of the state where they had formerly been a resident, it doesn't mean that our estate planning documents will jive. And it means that having a closer look at those documents makes sense. Oftentimes we don't need to restructure somebody's estate plan, but we do need to update it so that it conforms to Arizona law. The biggest fear I think most people have when they come in is, oh my gosh, what if I die in Arizona and I have not updated my documents? I assure them that if those documents were valid in the state where they were created, they're going to be valid here in Arizona. Just because they moved to a new state does not invalidate the documents, but it does mean that they may be interpreted differently. So, Robert, number one, bring us all of your documents, clarify how long every year you're going to be spending time in Arizona. Number two, let's talk a little bit about your documents themselves and whether or not we simply need to update them to agree with Arizona law or you want to restructure them. And number three, let's really talk a little bit about your assets, your real estate. Do you own real estate anywhere outside of Arizona? Because if you do, this is a time where we really need to revisit that and how we need to structure your estate around that so that we can try and avoid what's called an ancillary probate when you die. 
and the ancillary probate in that scenario would be a probate in the state that you came from where you still have the summer cabin on Lake Michigan or whatever it is. Lake Michigan is not actually part of Arizona, so um, that would require a separate uh, ancillary probate proceeding. So those are the three things that I think I, I think about and talk to people about when they come in to our office and they've just moved to Arizona. You know, every lawyer in the world will tell their clients, if you move, you need to have your estate planning documents looked at by somebody in the new jurisdiction. And, and what they really mean, what we really mean when we say that, is if you move, your life has changed enough that you might want to revisit all of your estate plan. So even if you created your trust in Illinois and it's a perfectly fine trust and everything about it is just fine while you're in Arizona, well, you named your son who lives in Illinois as the successor trustee because he was there and he could manage things. And when you move down here to be nearer to your daughter, maybe it's time to think about naming her as the successor trustee. Of course, everybody's facts are different. I'm just using that as an illustration of when you move, your life changes. The things you, you own change, the, uh, the, the relationships, and I don't just mean how well you like your kids, but the relationships with your kids or other family members change. Uh, the availability of friends changes. You get new friends, old friends, maybe you don't see as much anymore when you move. Your life changes. One of the changes that we hear a lot from new clients is that, uh, oh, we've just moved into a community property state, so I guess everything is community property now, right? <laughs> That's a pretty complicated answer, Robert. <laughs> Wrong. Um, I, I would say community property is, of course, an issue that people want to know all about, and it is one of the more interesting, challenging concepts for estate planners to explain. In Arizona, community property um, doesn't necessarily mean everything is split 50-50. People need to understand that. If you've come into the state of Arizona with separate property, and, and in many cases, Robert, we may see spouses who each have a separate property trust, we can talk to you about what that means in Arizona. Typically, if we're working with a couple who've been married forever and they both manage each other's assets, we can find a way to consolidate each separate trust into a joint revocable trust, making things community property. But Robert, we have to talk about that. What kind of assets are we talking about? Of course, if we're talking about something like a piece of real estate, it's completely different uh, on, on its face as a piece of community property than we are talking about something like a retirement account. So community property is, is quite an easy thing to get in the weeds with, but it's important to evaluate. And I, I don't want to turn this into a community property discussion, which we should probably have somewhere else. But uh, one of the things that is important for people who move to Arizona, couples who move to Arizona to understand, is that while if you get divorced in Arizona, we will treat it as if it were community property, the stuff that you acquired while you were married in another state. There is not a similar rule, what's called quasi-community property, for death. So in the probate of your estate or the execution of your trust, the community property rules may not apply at all. So it may be that that doesn't require a big change. But Elizabeth, you hinted at something that's really important. There are some advantages to turning things into community property. So one of the things that we'll talk with you about when you move here from a non-community property state is should we make changes 
to take advantage of the community property elements. And I would tell you, Robert, when we meet with folks who are having conversations about community property with, it is so important to slow down and really look closely at the inventory of their assets. I I can't stress enough to people that understanding how you have your assets titled gives us a lot of information about the recommendations we're, we're going to make regarding your estate plan. So it is a complicated thing when you move to a new state and it's time to update your estate plans. I would tell people, ask questions. This should not be something that you all of a sudden feel in a frenzy to do and that you have to rush through the process. It's, it's often, Robert, I find those clients who come in, who've recently moved, I do have several conversations with. I don't just make one, you know, broad generalization and update all of their documents. It's usually a bit more involved. So last question, I guess. The client comes in and says, here is my trust that I executed seven years ago in New York. Down here on page 43 of a 48-page document, it says, this trust will be interpreted according to the laws of the state of New York. Don't I just need to change that to say this trust will be interpreted according to the laws of the state of Arizona? Isn't that all I have to do to turn my New York trust into an Arizona trust? No, Robert. And I'm going to tell you that on page 47 of 500 of that trust that we're looking at, that's talking about the situs of your trust and the governing law. I find that often the most confusing, misguided provisions that can be in any trust because somebody can look at that and not be an attorney and completely misunderstand how their trust may be interpreted. Because even if you have that provision in your trust, Robert, and you're an Arizona resident and says that the trust is governed by the law of Montana, you know what? That may not be the case once you move here and when you're here and you die and all of the beneficiaries of your estate are in Arizona. (laughs) That simply may not work. So for those people who are thinking that's the best way to, or that's the only provision to update, I'm sorry, that's wrong. Well, and that's how we love to end these conversations is by just telling people the thing that is wrong. (laughs) Although I think we've told them already what the, the right answer is, is it's actually kind of a challenging question to figure out what needs to be updated. Oh, wait, I said that was the last thing, but I think we need to emphasize that even if in that initial conversation we have with you about about your move, even if we say your trust is fine, you don't need to make any changes, we pretty commonly say you probably ought to do new powers of attorney because that is the one thing that really does change state to state. Arizona's law is a little more liberal than some other states and there are some things that your bank or your your, uh, doctor or the hospital you get admitted to will expect to see. That's not to say your Montana, New York, wherever it is, powers of attorney are invalid. But those are the things that we are most eager to get updated fairly quickly when you get here. And with that, I'm going to cut us off here and maybe we'll talk about community property another time. But in the meantime, you've been listening to Elder Law Issues, a weekly podcast series produced by Fleming and Curdy PLC, a Tucson, Arizona elder law firm consisting of, among other people, me, Robert Fleming, my partner, Elizabeth Noble Rawlings Freeman, who you've been uh, listening to as well, and, uh, and the other members of our firm. And we hope that you will join us again for our next Elder Law Issues podcast.